Hi everybody, this is Olayin Kaolowo Jolu and you are listening to Day Springs of Grace broadcast. My objective in this broadcast is to bring a blend of biblical accuracy and practical insights concerning relevant issues in our world today. I hope that ultimately Day Springs of Grace will be helping us better understand God's heart and his purposes for our lives. Thank you for joining. In this episode today, I will be speaking about our endless treasures in Christ. As today, we now look at our justification in Christ. I'll begin today by sharing with you an episode, an experience that I had way back in 1997 as a 100-level student of the University of Ibadan. Freshly admitted into the university to study medicine, I was still at the point of completing my registration process and along with some other new students, we were around the student affairs section or department and so we sat there hanging around waiting for some document or the other. As we were there, a group of boys, young men, walked in. I saw that they were heavily built and one or two of them were smoking and apparently they were not 100 level students they were probably in higher levels of school and when they walked in some of the 100 level students started disappearing walking away (laughs) but i remained there as naive as i was and um it required them screaming at us to leave the place before i then walked away i guess i was walking too calmly and so the leader of the pack who was even not even as heavily built as the rest asked me to return and asked me to come back so i went back to him and i'm not sure if he asked for my name but then he took what was in my hand it was a diary I remember very vividly, it was a Union Bank diary. My dad used to work there and he had given me a a diary. But in it, what I had was a compendium of my personal study, my personal Bible study. And it had topics like salvation, righteousness, propitiation, justification, um, and all of that. And so, I still remember it had all the Greek words, all the Greek terms, all the different passages of the Bible that referred to all these topics. And there it was. And so this guy took this diary and opened page after page and said, Oh, justification. Oh, righteousness. Oh, redemption. He closed that diary, gave it back to me and asked me to walk away. I always remember that episode because I think about it and for me that episode is an example of how justification righteousness redemption in christ how it has affected me or impacted my life physically because i was delivered from the snare of some wicked men that day june 1997 because I had a book (laughs) 
that contained my study of those topics. But more important than that, the spiritual benefits of an understanding of these topics and these issues are immense. They affect our lives to an immense proportion. And I will encourage all of us to listen to these episodes, to listen to these snippets. Because really, what I do in these episodes is not really too in-depth, but a pointer, something that pushes us to push us to see and go back and embrace more of what God has for us in his word. And so today, we'll look at the issue of our justification in Christ. You know, what is justification? And just like adoption that we looked at in the previous episode, justification is a legal term. A legal term. It declares or describes really what God declares about the believer. It describes what God declares about the believer. Justification is a divine judicial declaration in which the believer in Christ is declared righteous even though originally he or she was a sinner. Justification is a divine judicial declaration in which the believer in Christ, though originally a sinner, is declared righteous by God. And of course, it begs the question, why do people need to be justified? And just as I mentioned in the episode on our redemption in Christ, the reason why people need to be justified is because of the universality of sin. The universality of sin. You know Ephesians chapter 2. Ephesians chapter 2 and verse 3. What the KJV version of the Bible says, and I will try and quote it, is that among whom also we had our conversation in times past in the lusts of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind. And it says that we were by nature the children of wrath, even as others. We were by nature the children of wrath. If I read out that verse in the New Living Translation, a more contemporary version, Ephesians chapter 2 and verse 3, it says, All of us used to live that way, following the passionate desires and inclinations of our sinful nature. By our very nature, we were subject to God's anger just like everyone else. So there's a universality of sin, a universality of sin. I know there are many people who assume that by by birth or by something that they've done and things they've been able to do that they're probably free from sin, but no. The truth is, sin has passed right from Adam unto all men. 
And so, it's not just that men are born into sin. The other side to it is that even in practice, men develop comprehensive sinfulness. Sometimes in crude patterns and sometimes in exquisite patterns. Both crude and exquisite sin patterns. Romans chapter 1 verses 18 to 32 catalog a list of sinful patterns developed by the Gentiles. But by Romans chapter 2, you'll also find out, going into Romans chapter 3, that even the Jews were not left out. And so, whether Jew or Gentile, whether Greek or barbarian, all men are born into sin and then in practice people develop comprehensive sinfulness and all you need to do is just to look around us and you see the different things that happen all around all forms of sinful behavior in my country nigeria just in the last one month there were peaceful protests that started people demanding for better governance, initially starting off demanding for better policing, better governance, but then everything snowballed into violence and different expressions of sinfulness that many of us had never seen. People were lynched, people were stabbed, homes businesses were looted and all of this was just an expression of sinfulness and so it becomes important that the whole of the human race needs to be justified because people are sinful and sin remains and so it is important for a holy God to do something about the sinfulness in the people that he has chosen to love. And so how did God justify us? Romans chapter 3 gives us a picture, a very clear picture of what God had to do. Permit me to read to you Romans 3 from verse 23. This time I'm reading the NIV version. Romans 3 from verse 23. It says, For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God and all are justified freely by His grace through the redemption that came by Christ Jesus. God presented Christ as a sacrifice of atonement through the shedding of his blood to be received by faith. He did this to demonstrate his righteousness because in his forbearance he had left the sins committed beforehand unpunished. He did it to demonstrate his righteousness at the present time so as to be just and the one who justifies those who have faith in Jesus. Where then is boasting? It is excluded. Because of what law? The law that requires works? 
No, because of the law that requires faith. For we maintain that a person is justified by faith apart from the works of the law. Or is God the God of Jews only? Is he not the God of Gentiles too? Yes, of Gentiles too. Since there is only one God who will justify the circumcised by faith and the uncircumcised through that same faith. And so God justified us by faith through grace, not on the basis of anything that we do. Not on the basis of anything that we do. We need to recognize that faith is the instrument. Faith is the instrument that personally appropriates God's provisions in grace. And so it's by faith, but it is through grace. Romans chapter 4 and verse 25. It says, Christ was delivered over to death for our sins and was raised to life. He was raised to life for our justification. Our justification did not come by anything that we could do. Our justification came, was only possible, was only made possible because of the death and the resurrection of Christ. Galatians chapter 2 and verse 16 as well. What he says is that we know that a person is not justified by the works of the law, but by faith in Christ Jesus. And so because of that, even the Jews, even the Jews have put their faith in Jesus that they too may be justified by faith in Christ and not by the works of the law. Because by the works of the law, no one, no one, no one will be justified. And at this point, I want you to listen to me carefully. You see, God could not just have set us free without any legal backing. God could not just have set us free without any legal backing. If he did that, he would have been an unjust God. God did not, could not just look at people who were condemned. Look at people who were rightly condemned. And then just look at them and say, you know what, you're free. He would have been an unjust God. And so, what God did was to have Jesus come as a man and pay the penalty for our sins and so jesus paid the penalty for our sins let me tell you a story that i heard and this kind of depicts what happened to us in justification so you have a criminal who has been docked who is to be condemned and you have a, the judge right there, ready to make the pronouncement. And all of the evidence really shows that this man is guilty. And rather than the judge pronouncing this man guilty, what the judge does 
is that the judge takes off his clothes, goes into the dock, accepts the plea of guilty, and then goes ahead to pay the penalty that this man should have paid. And so, this man who originally was guilty can now be set free because the judge has paid the penalty. That is why 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 21 say concerning us that God made Jesus who had no sin to be seen for us so that in Christ we might become the righteousness of God. God, Romans, no, 2 Corinthians 5 and verse 21. God made him who had no sin to be seen for us so that we, in him, we might become the righteousness of God. Hebrews chapter 2 verses 14 and 15. Since the children have flesh and blood, he too, Christ, shared in our humanity so that by his death he might destroy him who holds the power of death, that is the devil, and free those who all through our lives were held in slavery by our fear of death. And so, Jesus identified with us according to Hebrews chapter 2 verses 14 to 15. He identified with us and then 2 Corinthians 5 and verse 21, he became our substitute. He became our substitute. And so on that basis, God could legally, God could legally, God could legally declare us righteous. And that is what justification is about. Forgiveness. The forgiveness of sins. The pardon for our sins that we have is a benefit of our justification. God can actually forgive our sins and give us pardon for every wrongdoing because Christ has paid the price and now we have been justified. Not only that, the peace that we have with God, the reconciliation that we have with God is because God has justified us. Romans chapter 5 and verse 1 says, Therefore, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. We have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. And it is because of what Christ has done for us. We have been justified by faith and so because of that we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ through whom also we have gained access by faith into this grace wherein we now stand. Romans chapter 5 from verse 9 it says since we have now been justified by his blood how much more shall we be saved from God's wrath through him? 
For if while we were God's enemies, we were reconciled to him through the death of his son, how much more, having been reconciled, shall we be saved through his life? Not only is this so, verse 11, but we also boast in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have now received reconciliation. And so the peace that we have with God, the reconciliation that we have with God is all possible because we have been justified. And so now God can treat us as his friends because he has declared us righteous. Because he has declared us righteous. And so I'll remind us again, what is justification? Justification is that divine judicial declaration from God in which you as a believer in Christ, even though originally you're a sinner, you have been declared righteous. You have been declared righteous. And that is what justification is all about. And we have it because of what Christ has done for us. And so I pray that this week and going forward, our hearts will be established in this truth that we will accept what God says concerning us. And if God has declared you righteous, then you must accept it. If God has declared you righteous, then nobody can bring a charge against you. Nobody can do that. Lord, we thank you. And I pray that this will grant us boldness, that this will give us confidence, not only to approach you, but to approach every issue in life, knowing fully well that now we have been declared righteous. Amen. Hello again, everyone. Thanks for listening to this broadcast. You can reach out to me to ask any questions, make specific requests about topics to be discussed, or even send in prayer requests via email daysspringsofgrace at gmail.com daysspringsofgrace at gmail.com A recording of this broadcast will be available on the showreel of this channel and also on different podcast channels SoundCloud, Google Cast, Mixcloud, Anchor, Spotify, Radio Public and Pocket Casts and the links will be provided later. Join me again next time and have an amazing week.